So if you have a party and you have a significant other, or if you're invited to a party, you have a significant other, is that person automatically invited when you like send out the invite? Like if I'm invited to a party, then like, is like, then is my significant other invited as well? Or are we still like 19 years old and it's like, can I come? Well, you have to understand too, that um, it depends on who's inviting you. Right. If it's like a good friend of yours or like, if it's one of us saying, Hey, KB, you want to come to my house? We'll have a couple of drinks and, and watch a game or whatever. Obviously uh, your partner is going to come. Like we, we've, we already put that in the equation. At the same time, if it's someone like kind of like a colleague at work that you kind of don't know and they're kind of like giving you that um, invite, say, hey, like courtesy invite, hey, uh, can you, you want to come at my event and this and that, then I think you might have to ask. I guess I don't, I don't have friends. I'm not friends with my coworkers at all. <laughs> Oddly enough, um, I don't think they like me. I don't get it, but uh, I also yeah. don't like them that much, so I think it works out well. I would definitely say it's a big context thing. Like, sure, if it's a party party, then I don't I don't see why that your significant other can't come to the party. But if your four guy friends in the chat say come over for drinks, then I wouldn't expect to show up with the significant other. I also feel like that if yeah, if it's like a party party and you're invited, like they should expect you to bring your significant other. Otherwise, they wouldn't invite you. Like, you know what I mean? The thing is, how long you've been with that with that person, and do they if, know them? That's yeah. true. Yeah, that, that's a hard one. Because let's say you just got a girl or a guy, whatever your orientation, okay, and you've been going out for like what two weeks or whatever, and then one of your one of your friends is like, hey, uh, you want to come over watch the game? It's kind of like you know, just like the the inner group of friends. You know, do you bring your girl? Do you bring no, that I'm, person? I mean, so no, like you're da- you're you have the title. You have the title of you are dating and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's not a Tuesday night saying, Hey, come over for an hour and a half. It's like, you know, it's Friday or Saturday. It's there's this going on. Like we're going to hang out. And it's, it's, it's more than like you and your friend. Like if Brandon called me and he's like, do you want to hang out for a few hours or do you want to go somewhere like that? That's way different than a party. I mean, if there is a get together, for people on Friday or Saturday night, I'm going to say it. It's not a question. I'm, we are old enough. I'm making the leap for everybody. We're now old enough that that is expected. Like if I, if I'm inviting you over, that means you and your plus one, like you don't have to bring a plus one, but it is, it is now like when you get the invite, don't text me back being like, Oh, can, can so-and-so come? You know, use yeah, use your yeah. judgment skills here. You know, like we're not 19 going over to like some senior's house. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that the, the person said, no, I'm sorry, your, your partner can't come. What the hell, what the hell are they supposed to do? Just sit around and wait for you to come back home all, all drunk and shit or like, you know, all happy after you had a good ass time and they're just sitting there or they have to make their own plans. You know, right? that's just, it's really I kind of agree with you. Yeah. 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 No, we're, we're, we're now too old. They're, they're invited on market here on your calendars saying from now on they're invited. Never have to have the conversation again. Question for you, KB. Did you call Cass's parents by their first name yet? Or did you give him the boss? <laughs> I gave I gave him big chief. You gave him big chief. How'd that work out? Poorly. 
Oh, uh, poorly. Poorly? <laughs> run it through. No. Walk poorly. through it. Walk poorly. us through it. What happened? Well, he just didn't react I, well to it. Um, yeah, a little, a little caught off guard. I walk in and he goes, how, how are you going, Kyle? In a very nice way. And I say, what's up, big chief? And just a real long pause. I, I turned, I just walked out of the room. I was like, this was a bad choice. I made the wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. call here. <laughs> we'll try this again tomorrow. Let me regroup. Think about it. Come back. Let's do it again. I think Maybe next I, time it's boss man. Yeah. I yep. mean, I think, I think on a real, real note, you come in, you see your girl's uh, parents and they say, Hey, how you doing, Cedric? You say, how you doing, sir? Good, good, good. Or in Florida, we like to do, we like to put the Mr. And then the first name. So let's say your dad is, is let's say Josh. Right. And, and he's like, Hey, how you doing? Cedric said, like, hello, Mr. Josh. How you doing? It's kind of like a semi. I like that. I like that. It's a semi-formal type of way. That's how that's how we do it. And my friends, when they come to my house, they always call my mom like Miss Lita or uh, or my stepdad. They call, hey, Mr. Tracy and all that. It's kind of like a, you know, I know you, but not like professionally. You know what I mean? Right. No, I like that. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to be formal, but I'm also here to party. I like that a lot. But, but back to the uh, the party, I would say a big gathering, 100%. The, the significant other is invited, but I've had, I've had situations where I've hit my buddy up and said, Hey, come to the mall with me, help me pick out some shoes. And he brings his girl. And I just don't, don't put me into the third wheel situation when you know, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Oh, like, right. Yeah. I feel yeah. Like that's not what but, I'm talking but, about. I'm talking about like a Saturday party, yeah. for the party. A hundred percent. I think it's, it should be a given. You want more people in there anyways. Right. 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 Yeah. Agreed. I'm glad, I'm glad we're all on the same page now. Yeah never have to talk about it again and now we every everybody that's listening start doing it that way we don't have to have this awkward like don't text me that don't say yeah that's can this person come then it's weird like yeah don't do it i feel like from now on if that ever happens to us again i might be like yeah come on but can you leave cassie at home (laughs) (laughs) people will do that anyway (laughs) well bachelor week four Five new girls were added out of absolutely out of absolute nowhere. Uh, girls were pissed. Emotions were brought out. Two group dates. The one-on-one with with a new girl. What are your thoughts, boys? Brandon. Uh, well, I think the one-on-one definitely went well. I think he oh, immediately yeah. had the connection. Like, and I think they're a good pair. They're both athletic. Uh, really, I, I wouldn't say that uh, he's a pe- he's a people person, but she definitely was. And I think that uh, compliment is good. And I think the women were definitely rightfully so like thrown off guard and upset about the new girls. Cause even though it was only three weeks, they definitely had more time and earned more time as they like to bring up my time. So, uh, but it'll be interesting here on out if the house stays. Oh, it will. It won't. It'll, it'll be hostile for the next couple of weeks, but you know what pisses me off? MJ still has not got screen time one-on-one with Matt. Oh, and she's made see, it known. I just want to <laughs> see MJ and what Matt just make it out. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, those would be good-looking kids. Who's no who, way around it. Who, uh, who's the hottest out of all of them? Dude, MJ? MJ's hair? Got the curly yep. hair? Yep. I, they all have their features. I am not a fan of there's probably half the girls where like I get you're all thrown off and I get you're all not a fan of it but there's probably half the girls that were like 
look, this is ridiculous. These girls don't like, we are better than these girls because we have been here for three weeks longer. You are on a TV show about dating, about a serial dater. And you are upset that they added more girls because you couldn't form a connect. All of the girls that haven't had a connection are pissed. All the girls that have a connection are like, you know, I, I could see it. Like, there's a lot of them that are being very normal about it. Because like, yeah. they got a chance. That's right. But there are, there's a lot of them that are like, yeah, he's probably going to give them some more attention because they're new and he mm. doesn't know them. And like, that just makes sense. And then there's half of them that are like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. And on top of it, so I saw this, I think it was on Twitter. It was like the Impractical Jokers. And it was like the bachelor and it was like Victoria's the queen. It's like, Hey Joe, send in another queen. And they're all just laughing after that. Cause the miss, miss Puerto Rico came in. Yeah. That was pretty funny. She was immediately disrespectful with the crown too. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm so convinced that Victoria is there strictly because of production. There's no way that like she spent three weeks there and Matt's like, yeah, I'm going to keep inviting this girl on group dates. There's just no way. I thought it was and, established. I thought they already came out or like, I thought it's very well established that she, that's the exact purpose. Like she's just the heel of the house. Oh, it's not they, established. They don't come out and say that, but it's just yeah. so obvious that it just happens. Okay. Like, yeah, her, I mean, the time the, there has just been brutal. The one-on-one shout out Jack Murphy. She's a teacher. Yep. You know, yep. shaping the, shaping the new generation of this world. You know, I did Adam notice Matt. I did notice Matt was still wearing a lot of turtlenecks. He wore a sweater on the one-on-one. Respect the game. Yeah, and it still had a little – it was close. It was like a half turtleneck. You did compliment it right away, though, so if it's working, it's working. Obvious. I mean, it must be working. That guy could wear anything, and these girls would be like, that looks great on you. Yeah, they're not going to say you look like shit. They're not going to get a rose then. What's up, Matt? What the fuck are you wearing? Are you kidding me? Are you are you serious, bro? Like <laughs> on my one, one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just I think he could I think he could venture out. The sweater was fine, but you know that's a, that's a you know that's probably like the turtleneck's what stepbrother. That's close. Yeah. Cedric, how often do you think is too much to wear a turtleneck? Like, dude, there's just some people that can rock it, some can't. All right, I got a roommate upstairs he rocks that shit almost every weekend and loki he looks good on it you guys want to take a guess what it is me. exactly so he can rock it but listen if you're on the thicker side just like your boy big cat here or cedric all right you can't be wearing turtlenecks i'm sorry you can't and the only color turtleneck you should get is either dark blue or black because if you're getting any lighter color than that, you're going to see all your contours, all your love handles, and all <laughs> that stuff. And no one wants to see that. All right? No one wants to see that. But I do like the turtlenecks, though. They look kind of fly. But I can't, I can't rock that shit. I like the turtlenecks, but every day? Does every single day warrant a turtleneck? No. No. We went Absolutely over this last not. week. Not every single day. Every weekend? Yeah, for sure. It's turtleneck season. I get it. Every day? No, well, maybe it's just because that those are the only ones they're airing. But I would have hoped he would have brought a more diverse wardrobe, dude. In in one of your pictures that you posted, KB, didn't you have a turtleneck on? Yeah, black turtleneck with a How, great. Is head it hair. hot? Is it is it hot in there? Your necks get sweaty. You know, it just trickles. It is itchy. Back. It is. It Ugh. is itchy. Yeah, I don't know about that. 
What did you What did you think of them uh, both saying three at the same time when they asked how many kids they each want? You think that was real? Or you think that was set up? Set up. I, I was thinking that as real. well. But no, it's real. Come on. It pro- it, I think it says. I think like because I almost uh, fake someone up, signed someone up for the Bachelor. Um, it's <laughs> like a joke, and it asks how many kids you want on there. Oh, that's cool. Then uh, yeah, hopefully they. I, I always hope that Matt's wearing like an earpiece and they buzz. Cause like, there's no way you can remember all of these details about these like girls' families. That's just hard. I mean, there is like what, 30 of them to start mm-hmm. even now, 15 or 20. I hope they like, Oh, can I grab you for a second? And then he's just like, what was that? Okay. <laughs> and he gets like the background in his head and he's like, okay, no. what's, what's her mom do for a living? Okay. Mm. And then no. he's like, Oh, how's your mom doing? Let me ask you a question. Now, those type of shows, those reality shows like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, or even Love Island, do you think these things are staged? Do you think it's an actual reality show, or do you think it's yes. like an Kim Kardashian where there are some some scripts? No, it's reality. Really? Because some of these people actually get married at the end of it. It's like half and really? half. It's like, yeah, it's like prompted reality. So, like, yeah. some of it is real, but a lot of it is set up. So before they, you know, do a scene, they might give certain people cues or talk about like, if this doesn't work out or this, like there'll be graceful exits. Like somebody wants to leave the show. They'll be like, okay, well, we're going to do this to get you to leave. Cause at least this is good for views or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, it like, is prompted, mm-hmm. but it is not. When, when the reality starts fake. to get a little boring, they have to set things up. Like, like, or like the scenes when they're like just staring off into the distance like while right. standing on the porch like they're probably like hey can you go stand over there and stare off into the distance you know yeah, they also sick uh, pictures they also probably only put like a quarter to a third of what they actually like are recording and actually like show right of what the full recording is i mean oh, they probably yeah, they, they do a whole week of recording they have they a ton of show. film yeah yeah brannigan last part for the bachelor has your top three changed Yeah, I I would say Uh, Katie. I would put in there. I think she's. I I really wasn't feeling the whole vibrator thing at first, but I think she's toned that down. I think she's actually a really good person. I still. I I'll throw Kit in there. Kit Kit does it for me. Kit does it for me. I don't know why. Just something about her. Just like ruin my life, please. Like she she showed up in a Bentley. Like she just like gives off the cocky rich girl vibe, and I don't know why that just. That does it Turns for me. Turns you on a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Mm. And then my my th- my third, I can't. I would have to. It would be a toss up. MJ's there. I think the new girl has a good connection with him. So I think, Mich- is it Michelle? I think uh, one in the black dress. Yeah, Michelle or the, the last one on one. The last one. Teacher. On, the teacher. Michelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Cedric, I saw you looked at Brennan when he said the vibrator thing. So Katie, yeah, I wanted when some she, clarification when she there. first met Matt. She came up and she brought her vibrator out. Like that was her first impression. Wait, wait. What? What do you mean a vibrator? Like she her, like, her yes, vibrator. That. She oh, brought her vibrator. It was like her thing, and oh. she like the whole first night she was waving it around like that was her like, like a wand. her thing, and she was yeah. tapping people on the shoulder with it. Like it was really like making everybody oh. uncomfortable. It was bothering me. But then at, like once that went away, I, I like her actually. Yeah, I one of my top three went home already. So Sarah went home. Um, Abigail's still there, and then MJ's oh, still there. Abigail. Abigail's a sweetheart. I do like Abigail as well. Yeah, sweetheart. Her her voice is a little like eh, for me, but again, you can get over it. 
Yeah, I get it. It's fine. Maybe is your top three change? Actually, yeah. I'll let one MJ. I mean, there's just no way getting around it. I would like her to get a one-on-one. Um, but number two is Bree. She's really, she's really getting sneaky, oh. sexy. She's oh, they're giving Bree, her some yeah. good angles recently. Like she's not getting a lot of screen time, but they'll like kind of flash over and be like, "Wow, somebody's looking really good tonight." And then Rachel's number three. But Bree, I'll tell you, Bree's really she's flying under the radar. She got that one early date, but she's I don't. It's something about her. She is looking great. I did forget about Bree. She's definitely yeah. up there. Yeah. 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 But other than those three, I think everybody else is kind of okay. I'm, I've changed. I'm going to say it. Bree might be going into first place. MJ is slowly starting to fall back, and Bree is starting to get in there. I don't know what it is. It's a little bit of she looks really good and a little bit of she's a little dangerous. I don't know how that's possible because she looks like the nicest girl in the world, but there's that little bit where you just, you just know she's a, there's something there, and you can feel it right on the screen. Actually yeah. – if you're a le- if you're a living, breathing, just hot-blooded male, you think Bree is number one, and all of you, all, everybody else on this show is wrong for not choosing it. Everybody, everybody else agrees with me. There's she no. She actually way was. She actually was my number one last week. I can't believe I forgot about her. Yep, I think, obviously, yeah. yep, yep. You're just not watching the show closely enough if you don't think she's one. <laughs> and they don't. She's not even. She's doing it without even getting a lot of screen time. They really been pushing MJ. I think. I think MJ's getting a lot of fan favoritism. And they're really trying to show her a little bit more. She's getting a little bit more of. How could like, you not though? Yeah, I know, but she's getting a little bit more of like the rebuttals. Like something will happen, and they kind of like pan to MJ. See, what, like, does she say a comment? Bree's just kind of sitting there, but then they'll like pan to her, and I'm like, "Hey, now, I think we're missing the star of the show. She's coming week six or seven or eight. Everybody, everybody will catch on." You know, I, actually, like, I, like I actually do have one more question. Okay. Sorry to interrupt, but I do have one more question. Do you think that Katie shoots herself in the foot by bringing up the drama in the house to Matt? I think, I think what's going to happen is everyone's going to know it was Katie and they're going to come after her. I think Matt's going to favor her for it. And when people get mad at her, Matt will like come and comfort her. Kind of what she did with Sarah, but she's mm-hmm. not going to leave like Sarah did. What do you it's think? It's pretty now? aggressive. It's pretty aggressive to, to, manufacture a story that a girl's a prostitute and then say that the girl who tells Matt is the villain. I don't see how That's that true. was possible. Yeah. Well, it, I just a lot that, of heat. I say that because the last time drama was brought up, a girl went home for it. So she it wasn't because Victoria brought up the drama with uh, Marilyn and they sent Marilyn home, even though Maybe. Marilyn's not at fault. Maybe. She wasn't at fault either, but. Katie's also really coming up the ranks. She's starting yeah. to get a lot of good screen time. So I don't, I don't think they're sending her home. I think she's just, she's just doing what everybody wants. Like, you know, stir it up a little bit. I'm a fan. I do appreciate she sticks up for girls too in the house. Like they're all competing, but she's still like, Hey, like you don't need to bad mouth somebody that's not even here anymore. Mostly yeah, like to Victoria turns it up. I like it. Yeah. All right. Let's start with soccer. All right. Any questions, boys? Now that you got the big cat on man United. They're oh, wankers. <laughs> oh, well, that's so garbage. We, KB said on the show last last week that he wanted Lampard sacked, and the he next day, the, yep, he dude. was sacked. We sacked Chelsea's the manager. Listening. Chelsea's the only, listening. The only ignorant fuck that thought that uh, Lampard wasn't going to get sacked, and everybody knows this, is Yusuf. Okay, for those of you who don't know Yusuf, he's an avid Chelsea lover since I don't know when. And he literally idolizes Lampard, which, you know, 
that's fair. That's what happens when you're a manager, right? When you you yep. manage the team that you're a legend in, there is that that chance of you getting sacked, okay, and you tarnishing just a little bit your your legacy. You know what yep. I mean? I, I like, said it last week. I said, how many games is he winning? Not winning games? Sack him. I don't care. He spent I'm, a lot I'm, of money. I'm new to soccer. I have no rationale behind that. And even mm. I'm saying fire the guy. You know, yeah. I, I'd assume this is how it feels for, like, if people watch football but don't really get it. And they're just like, fire the coach. I'm that guy now. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I don't th- I'm not going back. I, I'm for but, it. Sack listen, him. When, when you're a coach and you spend over – 150 million pounds on let's say three four players which is a lot of money okay a lot of money to get only three to four players okay which they they've been respectively world class but they haven't been showing shit on the field okay they haven't been doing anything the only person that have been playing very very well and that they got which you know was crazy is uh tiago silva center back he is a monster back there. He's like 35 years old. Yeah, he's he's really not old. supposed to be that good, but he is elite, especially to like kind of like lead the pack from the back. Oh, no, he's so good. Havertz, Werner, and Zvich have just done absolutely nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, hold on. Zvich, you can't you can't hit on Zvich. That's my boy. I love Zvich. He's so good. He's he good, reminds he has me. Done anything. It's true. He, he was doing well, and then he kind of hit a little rough patch, but uh, – when he's back in full form, I think he's going to be disgusting. He reminds me of the little Riyad Mahrez back when Leicester City won the Premier League. And was it 2016 or something? Yeah. Oh, my Fort, God. It was 30,000 to one odds. Mm. Cedric, all those, Cedric, all those words, you, you, could have send those, you could have said those in any order. I, I, could, I could not tell you a single word you said. It sounds like, oh. are we still talking about Chelsea? Yes. Okay. Oh, we're talking about their players. Don't get better. They'll get better. Yeah, I get those, but they'll get better. I hope so because they spent a lot of money on these youngsters. And maybe not this season, but next season. I do yeah. have a lot of great questions for you. Okay. Oh shoot. And then we'll go. Then we'll go to our. Then we'll go to our phrase of the day, like the soccer word of the day. Ooh. Ooh, I would love. Okay. Number one. Why can't we get rid of offsides? Okay. You tell me why I we cannot <laughs> get rid of offsides. Okay. Explain it to me. Why cannot? Why can't we change the rules to make it fun? Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. That. I got. I, I'm gonna explain it two ways so that all Americans can understand. For people that don't watch soccer as much and don't really get the offside rule, Imagine, I understand offsides. Why can't we get rid of it? I'm gonna tell you. Okay. The reason why is let's say you have a forward, okay, that you know doesn't want to work that much and just wants to score goals. All he has to do, if there is no offside rule, is stand right in front of the goal. That means that the yeah. center backs and the defense have to drop and open up the whole field for them. Okay? Right. The whole field for the other team. So that's a no-no. It's you almost good like. things. Now, let me give you another, another example so that it understands you. Imagine NFL. Okay, let's go Packers right here. Aaron Rodgers, they're lining up. Okay. And they decide, hey, you know what? We're going to put uh, Devontae Adams all the way to the end zone, and we're just going to throw it at him. He's not going to start where the ball is. We're going to start him all the way at the end zone. And no, oh. it's going to be boring as fuck. Do you, do you, <laughs> I have a question for you, Cedric. Do you hate scoring? Would you hate that yes, if soccer games ended I do like hate eight scoring. to five? You know I how much fun it would be? A lot bigger in this country. A goalie just punched the ball as far as he can, and then you just, like, you get a three-on-three. Just fuck around down there, toss one towards the goal. Yeah, but that wouldn't be soccer at that point. That'd just be kickball. 
You're just kicking the ball and trying to score. Okay. Soccer is a very elite sport with art, and you need you need to time. Class. You need to do the runs. You need to bend your runs. You need to shake off your defender. You know, it's almost like a little football wide receiver. You go, you gotta you gotta take the CB back. You gotta yeah. take the CB out of the equation in order to do that. Route. You need to be good. You gotta have a good route and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. catch the ball well, in traffic. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll leave that one as pending. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Why don't the goalies die for everything? How come I see some Joe just fucking okay. kick one from you're 30 talk- yards out and I see a goalie like turn okay. and look I, at half FIFA? the goal and it goes you talk- in? You're talking about no. FIFA or no, real no, soccer? I mean, in real no, soccer. I mean, like in real soccer. Like how come they kick the ball in the mm-hmm. goal and sometimes I see the goalie just like look and it's mm-hmm. in the fucking net and he looks and he's like, oh, who's going to tell me he kicked it? <laughs> what the because, fuck's happening? Because, tell, tell, us, tell us, Jacob. So like on a free kick, like, some goalkeepers know that they're not going to be able to get to it. So they're just hoping it, like, either read a, read, redirects at the uh, post. You're close. But if, they, if they cannot get to it, there's no point to chance no, of no, diving no. in case no, no, they will die for anything. The reason – the one of the biggest reasons, especially for um, dead balls, so, like, free kicks, penalties, or corner kicks, or whatever of those, when, you know, the ball's not in play, um, when they expect – when the ball comes at them, they think – that the ball is going out or it's going wide or it's not going to hit on frame. So they literally get caught freezing. It's just like, uh, it's, I think it's going to go over. But at the same time, too, one of the biggest things also for goalkeepers to freeze, they tend to freeze, is because they were not ready for that shot. They weren't ready. They were on their heels. They were on their toes in the goalkeeper stance, okay, getting ready for that shot. Because if you're not ready, then what's the point of diving for it? You can't dive for it. But it's not that they think that, oh, the ball is going to go in at that upper 90 corner and not going to get it. You see a lot of goalkeepers diving and they still not getting the ball, even though the ball is like almost two feet away from them. They yeah, still I like dive. The, I like the effort, though. Yeah. But the okay. thing is, there's some great players like Messi, Ronaldo and all these these uh, spot on free kick uh, uh, specialists. OK, they bend the ball. You know, you've ever heard of bend it like Beckham? They are so good at like not having the ball going straight. Okay. They now, nowadays, they have the ball like literally going up and it just drops or it curls in and it curls right out again. Those are, those are called knuckleballs. They didn't have that back in the days. Okay. And most of the keepers now are kind of old. So like they're kind of used to, you know, when the ball gets curved and you kind of can see the yeah. trajectory. That's, that's a, that's, that's how it is. Or if a ball slices, like it's going straight and all of a sudden it goes it, like curves yeah. and you're, you're, you're not expecting that as a keeper. Rash, Rashford like, is, yeah, Rashford is very good at that, you know? Okay. Next so. question. What language do they speak? Any, any language. French, no, no, Spanish. No, 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 no. It depends. Yeah. It depends. It depends on the league. It depends on the player. It depends on the chemistry. It all depends, but mostly in the Premier League, they are speaking yeah. English we'll because English. Um, let me give you an example. Uh, Thiago Silva, Brazilian player, never set foot in England uh, to play in England. Okay, for Premier League, he's played until this year. Uh, he's played in Italy. He plays. He played in France. So what those players actually do is that when they come to new countries or they go to new clubs in different countries, they actually hire a teacher or. Um, uh, how do you call those? Translator? those a tutor, a tutor, uh, no tutor. Well, at first, yes, they do a translator, but they do a tutor so they can practice the essential words that they use on the field. So, you it know, step like a, back or drop or, you know what I mean? That seems like a hassle. Oh, okay. tell me. Why, why can't other shirts or why can't other sports take off their shirts? Oh, that's funny because um, there was oh, one day, huh? Yellow card if you do. 
Who cares? Yes, but Just, he's asking. He's asking why is it why is it a oh. foul or why is it a card? It's because no. I want to was... know why. I want to know how come soccer gets to do it, and when I see Christian Yelich hit a home run, I I don't get to see him bare chested because they don't have sexy bodies like us. You see this pack right here? I would agree. You're Just... right up there with all the other oh. soccer players. Okay, last but... one. <laughs> Who gives them their haircuts? They have killer haircuts, dude. Every actually, there are some teams that have an appointed barber. But most teams, players, they go to their usual barber. They, like, kind of ask for reference. You know, they go talk to someone that has about the same hair and say, hey, listen, what's your barber? Let me get at him, you know? So that's why. Okay. Those are all my questions. Those are poorly answered, but I like some of them. <laughs> well, next time you can have Yusuf answer. He's a more technical guy. <laughs> Brand, you got any? Or should we go to uh, our – Actually, I do have one. I do have one. Mm. Uh, in, in soccer, do uh, – Older guys typically like still excel because you know how like in football and baseball, like once you get old, you're like you're declining. Listen, you're almost N- out of the league. NFL and MLB, you can be 42 years old and go to the Super Bowl. Okay. You're not doing that much athleticism in some position. But in soccer, soccer is a team is the type of sport that you need to be fit at all time. Doesn't matter what position. Maybe the exception can be goalkeeper, like yeah. the Gigi Juventus Buffon. goalkeeper, Gigi Buffon. He's 40, he's 40 years old and he's still playing. Most of the goalkeepers are they play better when they get older because most of the time that position is based on experience obviously agility and all that but for players I, on the field that are playing center back center mid attacking players they have to be fit they have to be able to run up and down the field at a switch of a dime like they they have to be fit for that and in order to be a tip-top shape look at ronaldo okay he is fit as hell but that's a you know he's a specimen you know um when he came back from covid okay uh in italy uh he plays for juve right and when he came back after that big uh, lockdown, they had to test all the players to see how physically, uh, how, how, how they decline or they got better or they stayed the same in their physical uh, shapes. And um, the, the people, the trainers, they're like, Ronaldo got better. He got fitter. He got stronger. He, he, has, a, he has the body of a 23-year-old athlete. What, what's the typical decline age of like a, a good As soon as player? you hit, um, it depends on age. It depends. It depends on position for center backs. I think about 31, 32, you start declining because you're not as strong. You're not as fast in reactions center mid. I think once you reach 29, 30, that's when the the start of the decline starts. And then for, for wingers and attacking players, 28, maybe 29, Wow. because they got to be fast. They got to be fast uh, and they got to be strong and they got to last all game if uh they need to. That seems pretty early, but I feel like a lot of these guys start at what, like 17, 18, 19? I mean, they play, they can play for their clubs like Pulisic. When he played at Dortmund, he was he played and he was 17 years old. Don't forget, wow. don't forget, like someone like Alexander Arnold, which is a Liverpool outside back, he was on the team, he was on Liverpool since he was like seven years old. That's like that's that's the difference between American sports and you know European sports. You can start playing for the club at like age seven or eight because they have academies, little little U seven, U eight, and then as you get better and as you get better, you might have a chance to get signed with the senior team, which is huge. Yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have that. Like we don't have an NFL academy. 
We don't yeah, have like you know, in, in, nine for Baltimore. In America, Ravens. we just call it, you know, high school and college, but you know, exactly for for them. Yeah, exactly. So like uh, in, in Europe, they don't really have the high school and college and then you go pro it's um, you, you go in a club. If you're good enough, you're going to drop school and then you're going to go pro. That's what Rashford did. I think Rashford graduated from high school, but yeah, that's what Rashford did. He was literally his mom had to drive him to, to, to practice when he was 17. Cause you know, they're not allowed to drive until they turn 18 in Europe. Okay. Well, that's all the questions I had then. Well, we'll go over the quick word of the day and it's the transfer window. Mm. So it's like, so, so there's two transfer windows. Mm -hmm. It's a summer transfer window that lasts, I want to say two months, two to three months. Yeah. About two months. And then the winter transfer window is is like a month, about a month. Yeah. Anytime out of that, it's like a trade deadline. You can't leave. Usually can't, like leave a club out of the transfer window nope um well it depends if you know the team decides to buy out yeah um if a team decides to buy out your contract because you're that garbage and you're really a problem to the team they're just gonna buy out your contract pay you your full amount and get the hell out of here you know but um yeah most of the the only times teams can buy players outside the transfer window is if the players are free agents so they don't belong to any teams then they can just buy them whenever they can just sign a contract. They come in. But um, most of the time, yeah. you know, you know, teams want players that are playing for the other team that are usually good. I do. I do. I have to say soccer is probably the best way to do it. Just because, just because you can outright like buy players, you can just go mm-hmm. in there and be like, Oh, this guy's good. I'll give you as much money as you want for him. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes there are also uh, clauses where it's like, oh, um, Mbappe, um, PSG saying Mbappe, oh, he's so good. You know what? We're going to put a um, a clause where no one can buy him under like 300 million pounds. And yeah, if they want to buy him, if they want to get him within his contract, within his years of contract, they have to pay that. But that yeah. means that if they do pay it, if another team doesn't pay it, PSG can't do shit about it. They yeah. have to accept the terms if they meet the amount, which is which is crazy. So it, it can be a dangerous game. So that's why I'm some most of the players they don't really have a, a, a clause. Like I think it's called release clause or something. It's a release clause. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like there's no like trade clause where it's like no one can like you can pick teams that want you. Usually no, the player really. like if well, you if play for if, like a team in England, like if you play for Manchester United, most of the time you're not going to go to like a rival team like. Liverpool or City. It depends. It depends on usually. If, yeah, usually. Yes. Because if you're at United for like maybe a year or something, you had a contract that was a year or two years. Okay. And they're going to sell you out because you know, you're shit. Um, if Man City gives you an opportunity, you're going to take it. I mean, that's, that's just common sense. But if a Wayne Rooney, or let's say for uh, uh, better terms, Lionel Messi decides to leave Barcelona and he goes to Real Madrid, then Spain will literally burn. Literally. It yeah. would be a horrible thing. There would be civil unrest. I'm telling you, th- these Europeans are crazy about their sports. They're, you think that the Packers are, which is, you know, I think the Packers have the most, the, the most loyal fans in NFL. Yeah, you can't lie, Brad, again. Come on. Right? Yeah, they travel well. They travel well. I'll give it to But them. in Europe, bro, oh my god, they're they're crazy. They're a different, they're a different mentality. They're almost like the Eagles every time the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. That's how like crazy right. they are. Yep. Speaking of Packers, though, we'll go into the NFL games here. Packers lose 31 
26. It's a heartbreak for all of Wisconsin. I was pissed for two days. I was pissed Mm. for two days. I'm still a little salty about it. Should have went for it on fourth down. Packers lost the game, not because the refs, because they couldn't score on Tom Brady after he threw two interceptions or three and out both those drives. Their defense, Kevin King, got burned twice. They lost the game. They blew it. Listen, dude, the Packers, they played well, but there were some calls that were very questionable from the coach. Also, the refs were kind of shit. They let everything – they were very lenient throughout the game, and that last call just fucking killed you guys. Because, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers with one minute left in the fourth quarter. That's plenty of time. That's plenty of time for him. But that that call was just – that sucked. Cedric, we know it best that Brady will always get that last call. Of course, of course. That's like I was, I was like expecting it almost, but yeah, there were some questionable. Like, how could you? You needed the touchdown, and you kicked a field goal, and still needed the touchdown. That I mean, I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's kind of like something you should know as a coach. I feel in the NFL, and you have, and you have the MVP in your team. Yeah, you're the fucking MVP, and you should just, we, like, kick a field goal, and a multiple we, time MVP on the other team. Should we compare that to the uh, Seattle when they decide to throw the ball instead of running it with Marshawn Lynch? Something like that, yeah, but it was less detrimental than that play. It was yeah. less, it was, yeah. KB, thoughts on the game? The dark day. Yeah. It's it is it is a dark day. It is a dark winter in Green Bay. There is there is a lot of uncertainty, as Aaron Rodgers would like to point out, of what we're going going through. In a week or two, we'll have Jack Murphy on to be the most spot on Packer fan reaction that I could expect out of anybody. But for now it is terrible. I bought in just grab the bait hook, line and sinker. (laughs) I said, this is like, I'm the fish that just got fucking pulled up. I'm flopping around on deck. He I'm not big enough. I'm not big enough to take home. He goes, toss you right back in the lake the next day. I see the exact same lure. I say, fuck, that looks good. I bite. It gets me. And he reels me in and I'm like, what happened? I can't believe it once again. It is incredible to see us lose again. Aaron Rodgers, like just, I mean, the Packers in general didn't get it, didn't get it done. We gave up over 30 points again. I mean, it wasn't the defense fault. Like, yes, it was. as much as it was a lot of points, they had a lot of interceptions where Aaron Rodgers could have definitely like capitalized. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, we could the offense could have played better. You are right. Mm-hmm. The fact is, we gave thirty points in a playoff game and lost. That is a lot. again, we once again gave up over thirty points and lost. And it's not like if we, it's not like oh, that's just because we got beat by a lot no we scored enough points to win an nfl game and we did not we scored the Devonte touchdown that he dropped right there we don't give up a last play fucking heave yeah that was big what's that yeah. kevin king doesn't see a ball come out of tom brady's hand and immediately jump and then mm-hmm. he's coming down. He could have hit the ground before that ball was at its high point. It is incredible to watch the Packers just 
topple over themselves, rushing to yeah. give the game away. They all saw it and were like, guys, we're right there. And every single one of them said, no, thank you, ma'am. I'm good. I would have loved to see the Packers play against the Chief. That would have been yeah, that, that would have been, been such an interesting game. Like, you know, Tom Brady's good, okay, but he's he he just gets the job done. That's it. And Rodgers gets the job done with a little zazz. You know what I mean? It's kind of you know, Patrick Mahomes does that too. So it would be nice. If, the, it would be a lot more entertaining game, I think. The State Farm commercials for that too would have been oh, obscene. Oh, oh, I will. Oh, yeah. I will say it. Great commercials. It's it's time. You think about shopping them around. You, no I'm way! Bringing, I'm bringing it up. Yep, dude. They're even they yep. uh, the way the way Aaron Rodgers was doing the press conference sounded like he was never going to play a Packer game again. Oh, he is. But he is. That, I know he so is. He Cedric, still has time on his contract. Cedric, you know, you know, you know what's crazy is that there's so much heat on Aaron Rodgers' shoulders about you know he's only made one he only won one FC, NFC championship game he's only had mm-hmm. one ring, but could you imagine witnessing the Dan Marino era? I brought this up to Kyle. I would have. I don't know what I would have done because I think they have it hard. But could you imagine that era of Dan Marino? You have Dan Marino, and no rings at all. Like, yeah, that would have been a hard time. Tell yeah, me about it. I would have. I would have been upset. But like you said, different times. You yeah, know? it's true. I don't different care. times. I don't care. Right, you shop him. And he Wait, didn't even so, have to go against Tom Brady. No, you don't. Yes. You don't shop him. You yeah, man. you have to. You take offers. You, it's you for hear. the cap. You you yeah. have to you have to you have to have money in order to get better players. Literally, they're literally gonna give they're gonna trade him for a couple of uh, number one picks and to Ooh. have their um their cap their cap lowered or whatever the hell it is. Okay, oh. so they can get better players, especially in defense, because you not you guys need defense. That's There's what only KB way said. I give him up. Only way I give him up is if we get to Sean Watson return. <laughs> Yo, imagine if you guys got Matt Stafford. That would be sick. There's no way he's going in. Nah, he's going to Colts. He's going to Colts. He's not I'm going into right here. Okay, okay. There's no. He's going. To I'm not saying you trade him. I'm saying you shop him around. You say, what are you gonna give me for him? And if you get a sweet deal, if you get like a real Godfather deal, you you take it. His oh, cap is huge. He is like he's at his peak. But he's not like his cap is so big that he is not going to be able like he's, he's not hurting a, the team. He's not able to carry the entire franchise with his weapons. So you have to do and like we we're not going to get him the weapons to do anything. If we if, don't have enough money, we just don't have any money to go get him anything. We're going to lose part of our offensive line. We're eventually going to lose our defensive line. We're gonna like you're going to have to pay Jair coming up. Mm-hmm. Preston like Jones. we're probably going to cut Preston Smith or try to trade him for nothing. And Mm -hmm. like, there's just so many cap issues. Like that's what he's talking about. We just lost probably both running backs. Yeah. Alan Lazard is probably going to be gone here. Like Corey Lindsay's contract is coming up. There's so Mm -hmm. many players that are, their contract is up. There's so many players that are just not, they won't have enough money. They're not ready to be the Super Bowl team. Mm -hmm. And we're not, going to give him the opportunity to do it that's why this year was so important to get him some help and we're, me, we're just not we just didn't do it let me ask you a couple of questions how old is aaron Rodgers? 37 okay how many years does he have left in his contract four for sure four it's four so guess what after let's say there's maybe two or three years left okay in order for rogers to still be worth a lot of money for the packers 
they can't let him finish out his contract because by that time he's going to be in his 40s, okay, and no one's going to want him. His okay? cap hit is $37 million this year. Oh, that's too much money for a little Packers there. Bro. Last year it was like 21. I'm just like, there is a huge jump, and all the other players are also like, there's a ton of players that have a huge cap jump that is just like, it's, you're telling me, Smurfs, you're telling me that I come knocking on your door and I say, I will give you Aaron Rodgers. You give me the first overall pick this year. You're telling me no. I want to hear your Smurfs? dirty mouth say it. Say no. You're Tell not me no mute, right Smurfs. now. I, don't. I can see you. I don't. Trevor would be enticing. Trevor, you're telling it. me you don't want three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks up in the frozen tundra. The guy's cap hit is going to be like eight. You're we're literally saving probably. Thirty million dollars in cap room. That's a lot. And, but then you for sign the next Aaron Jones, four then? for the next four years. You sign you Jones and Lindsay. You could sign Aaron Jones. You could sign another receiver. You could sign a defensive tackle midway through the trade, like halfway through the season. We'll have ten million still in cap space to trade for some defensive player to come over. We would have so much cap space, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You guys, you guys have a lot of weapons offensively. You guys have a decent amount of weapons. I'm not gonna say like you know, like the the Tampa Bay, which have fucking Mike Evans, Godwin, and A B and Gronkowski, but you guys have you guys have weapons. Now, if you put like a decent quarterback, he can actually do a decently good job, especially a number one overall pick. You know, Trevor Lawrence can probably sling the ball pretty well. And we all see- of the t- all the teams that have gone like the recent record will show you that a cheap quarterback is the way to get to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are going to do it what twice in a row. The Rams did it. Yep. There's a lot of teams that are showing you that this is a way. I'm not saying like it has to be the way. I mean Brady like when Brady made his Super Bowls, he's not making a 37 million dollar cap hit. Like there's a lot of teams that are showing you there it is possible to do mm-hmm. it this way. But we, we don't we just don't have the talent. We're just I mean, not there to be an overwhelming favorite. And if you could get Trevor Lawrence, you get Trevor Lawrence. I wouldn't ask for I would actually give another first round pick with Aaron Rodgers for Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I would like we just from, need it. From a managerial standpoint, it does make sense to do that. Yeah. That oh, makes a let, lot me, of sense. let me ask you something. Aaron Rodgers, everybody in Wisconsin loves Aaron Rodgers. Does Aaron Rodgers love Wisconsin enough to kind of take a pay cut to a point where they can, you know, buy some better players. Not unless his contract's up. Mm. He still has four years on it. He still has three more years on his contract. So. But, yeah, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to leave. I mean, I guess the number one pick would be pretty good. But, anyway, let's move on. One last thing. GameStop and the stock market, hedge funds, Mm. it's been fucking insane today. Dude, I just learned a lot about the stock market uh, today and yesterday, too, because of all that. And, you know, shout out to those Reddit users, man, for just, just fucking up the rich, you know? I love it. But did you hear about Robinhood, the app Robinhood? 
how fault. they decided to oh oh because of recent event or how volatile this thing is we're not we're, you guys can't buy it anymore you can't do anything with amc no um, you can't you can you cannot buy you can only you sell. can only sell you can only sell amc and uh was what was the other one gamestop AMC, and i think GameStop, there was another one uh, like Barry? There's kodiak there's yeah. Time. There's like Nike, yeah. Which you know, that's kind of fucked up because um now they're getting fucked by all parties, saying, you know, the people, the average working people that want to just put get their feet wet on retail on, investors. On, on this, you know, like I learned that word today. Retail, retail investors. investors, yeah. They're <laughs> learned like, a lot of stuff. All of the people that are talking about it, it's I mean, they basically decided they basically figured Reddit users figured out we can fuck over this company this hedge fund for making a stupid decision and they did. But the problem is, is that like, this is probably one of the first times that they organized enough people to do it. And so um, Robin hood didn't have enough. They basically like didn't have enough money like in reserves. Mm-hmm. Like they owe money to different places mm-hmm. so that they're allowed to, and it's like a, a bank owes right. people money. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they basically like didn't have enough reserve money and they were kind of getting fucked, but eventually, so they, they, they shut it down and then everybody got very upset. Right. I mean, rightfully so. And all you could hear is people talking about the little investor is going to get hurt. The little investor will get hurt in the long run, but like, who gives a fuck? Like that's, this is your choice. They basically screwed up. Like, you know, nobody talks about the little investor getting hurt when it's the hedge funds that are doing the screwing over. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're the bag holder. And but now that the regular people figured it out, they're like, well, you know, this is this is not good for these other people. Like the stock was at like four dollars, something crazy. And it's and up to three hundred because of the short <laughs> squeeze. And they're like, what about all the people that are buying in at three hundred thinking that's going to keep going up and like if it goes down it's like yeah those people are morons like what do you want yeah. what do you want from me some people yeah. made money on it don't pile in after people have already piled on but let's say it go like they want it to go to a thousand let's say it goes to a thousand all the people piling in at 300 look really smart like the stock market is such a you just look back and you're like that was a great choice nobody fucking knows where it's going yeah like you can't predict day to day what's gonna happen the whole like Wolf of Wall Street thing has a little bit of truth in it where mm-hmm. you really like you can't tell. And they talk about these Wall Street people. They're like, oh, well, like this, this isn't fundamentally sound. Like no fucking shit. It's not fundamentally sound. Like people trade. You think Tesla's fundamentally sound? Of There's so not. many stocks that go way off of the fundamentals that it's just it's all momentum trading, which is clearly the most fun of trading. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's kind of fun. I'm cheering for the Reddit users because that would be very funny. There One were, of the companies is going, might be going bankrupt, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah they were saying yeah. that they want to. The big hedge funds want to take legal action, or they want to talk to all all those. Yeah, they they're trying to rewrite stuff, the laws of trading, but so the that, that doesn't happen do again. That. But the problem is what they what the people at Reddit did is completely legal. They're just set out to a bunch of people. Hey, let's go buy a ton of fucking AMC GameStop. shares yeah. and and GameStop shares. Like it's not illegal to do that. They just got the wrong end of the stick. And they guess what? The rich. They you telling me those big ass hedge funds don't do that either? They don't do that. Come on. Oh, they they yeah they. Those kind of those guys do that every single day of the week. Of they just course. got like they got like they got caught. This one firm got caught with their pants down, like, and now they're gonna get fucked for it. 
Yeah, literally. They well, like so, like they were over, they were over leveraged, and so like they basically just made a bet and said, "I like, I think the Packers are going to win this game." Mm-hmm. And they said, "Um, I don't like how much do you want to put down there?" And be like, "How much is your your firm worth?" My firm is worth three hundred billion. Okay, well, how much do you want to put on the game? Three hundred billion. <laughs> and then they're like, "I can't believe we're going bankrupt. This is ridiculous." <laughs> Oh shit, that's funny. That's that's literally what's happening, and now they're fucking crying wolf because they got the short end of the stick, and they're like, "Oh fuck, somebody figured out this math better than I did." Mm-hmm. Someone should have been the Reddit. Yeah, that's funny. Well, and Twitter has been so fun to watch. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, there's always a meme for something. Oh. Yeah, the Prez, everything. The Prez has been just going at people. Like, is the class action lawsuit against Robin Hood now? Mm-hmm. Good. A lot of people. Well, I don't know about a lot, but a few people are going to be in jail. Probably yeah, won't be the right people. You don't think so, dude? Come on. It, it won't be the right people, but it'll be somebody. It'll be a it'll slap be in the hand. I'll, okay, I'll put it this way: In 2008, there is an entire global collapse of financial systems. You want to know how many people went to jail? Zero. How many? One. <laughs> or there's like a hand there's like a very small handful of people that went to like white collar prison for like a fucking month like there's nothing that's going to oh, happen Jesus. because there's nothing that's going to happen because it's all um it's like Jeez. a house of cards so mm-hmm. like there's so many people that are tied in that if you realistically went after everybody like you'd be fucking the government you'd be fucking an entire like financial like the entire financial sector there's so many things that are inner like woven that people just kind of give the okay to and like mm-hmm. a lot of people don't under like you're not like this one hedge fund is not making this bet to fucking topple this like thinking they're going to topple this system it's just like yeah there's going to be zero arrests this class action lawsuit is going to go nowhere because to get onto robin hood you have to sign something that says i accept whatever which i'm in there it has to say i can do whatever the fuck i want and you can't sue me like you definitely signed something saying that there's no way anybody is going to prison. There's no way that there's going to be any repercussions. Class action lawsuits are just for lawyers to get famous. No, in a, in a week, this is going to be just old news and people are going to forget about it. They're going to launch an investigation and then you're never going to hear about that investigation ever again. So mark your calendars from a year from now and nobody will remember what we're talking about. Yeah. I hope it keeps happening though. I hope Reddit, Reddit, like they just keep doing this. I hope to get out of one and just make a fuck ton of money. You know? All the a lot of the companies um, stopped now. So like a lot of them delevered. Like a lot of them took down their short positions because they like they figured out that Reddit users <laughs> are going are, to do this. Can fuck them <laughs> yeah, up. they're coming for them. It's awesome. Alrighty, well, thank you, Cedric, for hopping on with us. We do appreciate it. Yeah, good to see you, Ced. Thanks, thanks for being on. You're not. We can't hear you. Love you too, Brent. Again, always come back. Come back to Wisconsin so we can party. All right. For sure. Hey, hey, Ced. Question for you. Go. Where can you find uh, the podcast? You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and also on YouTube. And good. What is? And what? And good pods. And good pods. All right. So please go and check it out. Have fun and see you guys later.